How's it going, everybody? How's it going? You guys ready to listen to another hot take episode of a bunch of semi-old to old dudes talk about games they haven't played? Here we go. <laughs> Sorry. Today we're going <laughs> to... And that's it. We're out. <laughs> ben starts with the Meg energy. I love it. Yeah. Um, only go up from here. Yeah. Only up from here. And to start the upward ascension, Tech Supreme, my friend, right. yeah. is, is a married man now. I wonder how many people saw that and don't realize why it was funny. <laughs> you see, like the, the Timothy, like he started doing like this because he was yeah, laughing. You could tell he was not. He could not keep it. Yeah, it's very good. Um, how does it? How does it feel now? The supreme one, one hundred percent the same. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Welcome to it. Yep. I don't know. I don't know who. I don't even know who said it to me when I was younger that like when you get married everything changes. But know. it's so in. Didn't want to get married. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like you get married like six months it. into a relationship. Like yeah, yeah. talked about shit that in Texas kitchen. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. The people that get married too fast are like, oh, this is different. Everything changes. Or, 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 I mean, this if should you be hitting different. Them a little longer. It's. Yeah. Uh, or he didn't live with them ahead of time. Oh, that would that would I mean that's that would be insane. Okay. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that kind of investment and then moving in and being like, "Oh, you were a fucking slob. <laughs> you the worst." <laughs> I would be the slob, so it wouldn't work out for me. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, it's cool. I like it. Of course I do. I'm happy. Hell yeah. Good. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. It's a decision you made willingly. Oh yeah. I would I would, uh, I would like you to <laughs> You mean they have to stay on the floor? No, nope, or... under the table. <laughs> yeah, under the table. <laughs> like his income. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening right now? <laughs> um, so I saw your ring, Tech. What did what did she get up getting? Something similar? Or? She got no. She got my ring is twenty dollars from Amazon. Hers is a Cartier Cartier band. So it's like a gold band, and she has, she got the date etched in it. And cool. hey. I think Kilgore etched in it. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Dope. Yeah. So she took your name? Not yet. Is she hyphenating or? But, but she's I don't know. going to. Don't know. I don't think she right. should. No. Okay, yeah, she should. should. That go. doesn't have to happen. Yeah. Y'all both, y'all both famous, so you gotta make sure your IMDb pages say the same. <laughs> what is you don't do you know what she wants? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Yeah. We, we, yeah. I don't know what we decided on or what we're gonna decide on. I don't think it's necessary for her to take it, but nah. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope, man. It was a. It was a good time. It was a good time. I did not even get to see. What the cupcakes looked like. I brought it home. Amanda went and got Charlie. I took a shower. By the time I was out of the shower, they had eaten the cupcake. Nice. That's fucking savage. And I didn't. And I didn't find. And I didn't find out until later that night when Charlie was like, "I had a cupcake with mommy," and I was like, "Bitch, what? <laughs> you did what? Were they all the same? No, I don't think so. Okay. Did I get a cupcake? Because I felt." <laughs> Like, welcome to your wedding day. drink a bottle of champagne. <laughs> no, you didn't get a cupcake. All right. You got the best cupcake of all. Anyway, so uh, my, I figured Yikes. mine was so specific. I felt like they couldn't be all this. I don't know what uh, it was. I know it was sort of like a peanut butter butterscotch kind of thing. Oh, yeah. One of those, it was so you know specific. I mean? Let me describe it vaguely. No, but like, <laughs> but like it was a very. Yeah, specific. sure. It wasn't like vanilla or chocolate. Yeah. Right. Yeah, an assortment probably. It was, yeah, it was I, different, I, different flavors. Okay, all right. I'll I have to ask Amanda. Say, what do you want? Red velvet or chocolate or? Oh, ah. so 
Man's gonna be like, I ate it so fast, I don't even know. Right. Is anybody in this group one of those people that when they eat red velvet, it tastes like uh, crayons to them or Play-Doh? No. That's a thing. That's a thing. It's like that. That's like that DNA thing where crayons, so you can compare it to shit. No, it tastes like it tastes like Play-Doh smells. This drink tastes like piss. No, God. No, it tastes like Play-Doh smells. It's one of those things like people that. There's two kinds cilantro. of people, right? You can taste cilantro, or it tastes like uh, soap. soap. Tastes like soap, right? Soap. And Aaron's, the, the, Aaron's got the soap gene, right? The what? Aaron's got the soap DNA, right? Oh, yeah, I think I've heard her say that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the other one, the other ones that yeah, it's the best. It's the best. The other one is that red velvet cake tastes like red velvet, or tastes like Play-Doh smells. That's, that sounds weird. Cool. Yeah, that's no good. Yeah. Second bit of news. Second bit of news. I'm 29 now. My Yay. birthday was yesterday as well. So, not as significant as getting married, but... Rounding the last corner, you guys. Oh, yeah. yeah I made, I made How shitty would it be if that was true? Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> I made a tweet that said, I'm tired of people turning, th- turning 30 acting like they're old now. Shut up, kid. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do that, trust me. My parents tried to do that for me. I said I had a few drinks and had to get water. Or, no, I said I, I wanted to go to bed early last night. And they were like, <laughs> welcome to old age. I was like, What? <laughs> What? Shit, old people say that so they don't feel alone. Between <laughs> between Monday and Tuesday, I I lost the ability. To, no. Anyway, if you guys haven't noticed, this is a video game podcast where we talk about video games and only video games. I'm one of your hosts, Caleb Lubwub. My name, my tag's right above my head. If you're watching, below me is Ben. What's up, Sketch? Hi. Hey. Next to him, the married one, Tech Supreme. Love it. And above him, Sarge. What's up, Ryan? Hi. And we're going to talk about the Game Awards tonight. But first. The, the Game? What are we doing? The Game, game. Awards? Oh, okay. I didn't know they had awards <laughs> for that one. No, they go. don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but first, we got news. And some of the news is interesting. So, Ryan, this one's probably the most impacting for you because you did buy Dirt 5 the day it came out. But EA gate crashed a buyout of the studio Codemasters, developer of the Dirt racing games, among other racing games, um, they gatecrashed a buyout that was actually Take-Two trying to buy Codemasters by dumping an offer that was like $400 million more. Wow. And ended up buying um, Codemasters for $1.2 billion. That's a big buyout. Yeah. I've never heard of In- gatecrashing before now. I always heard of a uh, hostile takeover, but I've never heard of gatecrashing. Yeah, well, Ubisoft had that attempted hostile takeover that ended last year. That was a big deal. Um, some studio was, some company was buying up all their shares, and was like close mm-hmm. to having a, a majority share, but they ended up figure negotiating out of that. I don't understand how that works, but yeah, um, Take Two offered like six hundred million mm-hmm. uh, or seven hundred million, and the rumor was that EA came back with nine hundred million, and the final deal is one point two billion. So wow. crazy. EA has been kind of hurting to make Need for Speed worth a shit, so now Goldmasters is going to be the ones making it. Believe that. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Wait, um, is there any truth to that? Why would EA buy a car developer for any other reason than to make Need for Speed worth buying again? <laughs> I just figured it would have more titles under the whole EA umbrella, not to use slurs. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm or sure they, that or they could de- do more of a dirt and with. Uh... F1 and all that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm sure that that's part of it, but, like, they ate up Criterion, 
Um, and now Criterion doesn't make Burnout anymore. They make Need for Speed. Um, they ate up Ghost Games, and Ghost Games doesn't make... Do you think there's a formula that would make Need for Speed even interesting anymore? Or are we just over the concept? Well, here's the thing. The Need for Speed games are the same formula as Forza Horizon. But people like one. People don't like the other. I think not the uh, same. I th- I think a festival, a racing festival, is still relatively new, but Need for Speed's been around since the nineties. So no, like, but like, but like, Need for Speed has transitioned to the burnout me- um, methodology of driving around an open world and burning your tires at a light to start a race. And burnout was popular, and Need for Speed's not. And Forza is drive around and find races all over the place in an open world. The festival. Is a part of Forza Horizon, but I don't think it's the main part. The racing is the main. It's still part. okay. So, but it still has the name, either working for it or against it. You know, Horizon's only on number four, but Need for Speed, like every time a Need for Speed comes out, I'm like, okay, next. Like, you what are we doing? Playing them? No, I haven't played them in a I while. Have. Hey, yeah, yeah, okay, Tech. So what? Why are they not fun? <laughs> it feels more like a fucking Fast and the Furious movie than a fucking racing game. Like, do, you like, do you so like do you like Fast and with, Furious like, movies? I do. I love. Them. Oh yeah, sure. But, like I had so much fun with Hot Pursuit back in the day, you know, like yeah. I think on PlayStation or something. But like this, it just doesn't grab me. Like I've tried every single one, right? And it just I'm doesn't sure. grab me. Yeah, sure. I mean, nobody talks about it. Nobody's no, like, hey, Heat Heat's trailer like, hey, looked really this. good. Heat's trailer looked really good, and I was like, okay, okay, and then, mm-hmm. and then nothing. Nope, nope. It's on. It's on EA. Yeah, it's on Game Pass now, so it's worth giving a shot. I think but, I think people are over the fucking mm-hmm. cop chases. I think people want to race in a game right. with these cars and not have to get into a cop chase in the middle of your street race cuz they cuz that's how it works. If you're in the like a sprint or a circuit or whatever, it's more more often than the sprint like the sprint races. The cops just come into the middle of the race. Like I mean, yeah, it's like a real life it could be a real life thing or like a movie thing where the cops just kind of intervene. But it's just like I I was winning, but I'm not now. <laughs> yeah, sure. Graphic-wise, that I think is, is not, like, that makes them inferior. Because it's more cartoony. Hmm. If it's a street race, why is there arrows with, you know, with neon signs everywhere? Sure. It's, it's just kind of corny. Yeah. And the story's corny. The stores, like, the shops are corny. The customization feels forced. Like, if you play... Customization's good. I don't know. Like, body kits rims like you, you can do so much more customization on that than you can forza to make your car look like you would in real life because forza only gives you like two options for like bumpers and sides yeah on some cars so forza i mean it makes they, you feel like you're in a simulation and this feels like an arcade game no and, and that's that's very yeah. true but like that might the, the be custom, yeah I, bigger I'll, I'll give the customization to need for speed they have that but everything else forza takes takes care of like the driving in need for speed is terrible like <laughs> It's so, so bad. So yeah, so maybe EA's trying to maybe EA you're right, Caleb. It's yeah. possible EA's trying to contend with the racing scene by buying the most prestigious racing company that's ever existed. They should make a new one. Like they should start from scratch, make something new, don't call it need for speed. The product is tainted. Burnout. Call for of speed. Duty cars. <laughs> cars of duty. <laughs> yeah, I mean Autofield. <laughs> I would play that game. I, I would give it a shot, especially if it had like a destruction derby style battle royale. What's the next gen racing game? Why can't we get a next gen Twisted Metal? 
fucking right. Dude. Well, they got that PlayStation game where you get out of your car in that big, like, arena game. That looks awesome. Yeah. Remember that? Tech, you remember that? that that (laughs) PS5 racing game. It's called... Destruction game. It's called... It's like an arena game. Uh, Destruction All-Stars. Destruction All-Stars. And it got delayed. It's supposed to come out. Yeah, this looks incredible. It's not... Speaking of delays... (laughs) It's not... It's not the... uh, like the heavy metal uh, scene that Twisted Metal was, you know? Yeah. yeah. This looks yeah, yeah. fun. But it looks yeah. great. Yeah, Every yeah, I can't this. I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, like, this looks <laughs> fun. <laughs> Remember when Wrecking Cars was more fun than trying to stay in the lines? Is uh, this uh, Ubisoft that makes this? No. Who is this? No. I don't know. Oh, PlayStation Studios. Yeah. It's a, it's, ex- it's exclusive. Yeah. Which is incredible. Yeah, it's very good. Um, let's see. Other things. Other things. Crossplay has finally come to... Hyperscape, a game that I'm a dead game. interested in. Huh? <laughs> a dead game. Yeah. Sure. A dead ass game. Is it um, dead, dead or just, just unpopular? It's unpopular. The Discord's full of people that are like playing it frequently. Um and not having like having some issues with matchmaking, but not having like uh I've been matchmaking for fifteen minutes and there's nobody playing. Um but like it's yeah, it's definitely like trying to find its place. They just introduced team deathmatch and a couple other maps. Uh, so there's things happening for it. I do want to hop back in and try out the TDM and, and stuff like that. Uh, I just have to get through you know Assassin's Creed, which I think I'm getting there. I think I'm getting there, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, crossplay is now a thing. Grouping Xbox and PlayStation together. I don't know if it's including PC. Console players Con- can also play with their friends on. Console players can also play with their friends on PC, but a single PC player in a party will mean that the entire group will be placed in the PC matchmaking pool. Yeah, like Apex. Just like yeah. Apex. Yeah. Can you imagine just having one PC player in a console pool? <laughs> Y'all fucked. <laughs> um, yeah. So they've got... Uh, it comes on the heels of a recent change to Team Deathmatch and Arcadium Free Roam mode. And marketplace changes that rolled out on the tenth. Additionally, Hyperscape is coming to the EGS on the seventeenth. Uh, so yeah, it's it's branching out, and it's the beginning of their winter festival as well. So that game, they're still they're still putting stuff out, and that's so my, exciting. My, my little litmus test on of a game, like the popularity of a game, is Twitch, like the high to low. Yeah, yeah. They're at the almost like a lot of they're at the bottom. Sure, it's bad. Sure. Why do you think that is? Why do you think it didn't work? Uh, I think it was... Mm, it was hyped as hell. Yeah. I think it was hyped for like a week. Yeah, it wasn't hyped very long. Yeah, they paid, for I, a week. they paid the streamers yeah, for a week to hype it, and that was it. Yeah, the streamers were like, all right, you can pay me for it. I'll play it, but it's not good. For them, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. It, it wasn't their cup of tea to continue playing. Because once sure. they you know, all right, my week's up. All right, see ya. I got my paycheck. See ya. I mean, it, it's yeah. not so different from everything out there that you're like, I have to play this to get this experience. You know? Right. Yeah, sure. It's uh, it's also, I think, I don't know, I think that it was trying to do a couple of things that were unique, and in trying to do those things, like, missed the boat on a couple of more essential things, like trying to get better i think the shooting mechanics are a little weak um and i think the guns are pretty copycat <laughs> uh but you know it's 
It's interesting. I, I think that game would be a lot better as a team deathmatch style, uh, or even or even like an objective based um, multiplayer style game. Um, do you think the guns in Apex are really feel that different than every other shooting game, or is it like the gameplay as a whole? I think initially the guns might have been similar, but they've been building the the. It's gotten to a point now, especially when they take guns away and make you realize, like, oh, this is good for this, or this is good for this, or this is super not good. Like Tech and I were talking about this yesterday when I or Monday when I was streaming, or when we were streaming, I guess. Is it's just that like part of being good at Apex is like knowing how to loot. And we went deeper in saying that like it's not just knowing how to loot, it's making quick decisions based on what you've gotten, how you're going to load out the rest of your game. And I think that's a good sign that like the guns are different enough from each other compared yeah. to other games. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess your assault rifle is going to feel like an assault rifle. Right. There's not really any assault rifle in any game that feels unique to me. The Halo assault rifle, the Call of Duty fully automatic weapons, and then like the R301 all kind of feel the same. But when you get into guns that are unique to Apex, like the triple take or yeah. the, um, the 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 charge rifle, like all of those different things, those are where you get your character. So tech can yeah, you I, obviously speak more to this than I can. Yeah, I was going to say, I think like they have given, like they have specific rules and they created a universe of their guns. Right, if that yeah, makes yeah. it like a universe within itself, with a game like PUBG, who was trying to go for realism, mm -hmm. guns feel really good. Like one of the things about I liked about PUBG was the gun feel. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I, I think they've created a universe within themselves. I didn't feel like I even understood the gun schemes in Hyperscape. Like I never really even got far no. enough into it where like I got a good feel of oh this feels like this or that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and I felt like the grenade launch or the explosive weapons in that game. We're dumb. <laughs> I don't like explosive weapons in a battle royale. Oh. Like that's no, I don't need rocket launchers and grenade launchers. That seems lame. And they had a Gatling gun that did way too much damage. Yeah. Um, that they had the nerve. But to our discredit, I don't think anybody's played that game in six months. So I played some last week with the yeah. team deathmatch came out. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going through looking at the release dates for this year, and and I was trying to find out maybe something big dropped either before or right as that came out. Nothing big came out. So I was maybe thinking maybe something else dropped that was more important that took it over that took over its place. But I'm not I just, seeing it. I just think it, when uh, you played yeah. it, it didn't feel good. Yeah, it didn't. And and it, it, was, it didn't it feel was good. July 12th that it dropped, and I'm not seeing anything of. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima was in July. Death July 14th. Well, I can tell you right now. That was on PC, though. Being an old man gamer, <laughs> I didn't feel like I was good enough to play it. That's why I didn't go back. Sure. I felt like I fell in a on an anthill, <laughs> and they were all climbing all over me, killing me. Yeah. And I couldn't. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was fucking chaos. So, just felt like it wasn't made for me. When did Hyperscape come out? July 12th? I'm also playing, I'm also yeah. playing Doom on easy, so. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima was the same. But enjoy that video game. They like and, enjoy uh, the game. Like right. I, I don't, I don't care how like you don't have to be super evil level, you know, like difficulty level. Just like fucking enjoy the game and play yeah. the game. I wasn't easy, enjoying easy, it. Fuck. I wasn't enjoying it on medium, and I put it on easy. And I'm like, hey, I feel like a Doom Slayer now. This is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I've I've never understood the like gatekeepy like you. If you don't play games on hard, you're not good. You're trying to play <laughs> or you're not. You're not really. 
That's no. not fun. Halo on Heroic is great. Legendary is an absolute fucking joke. Ah, it's not. But Ghost of Tsushima on hard is ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Most games are made on hard, but not the hardest. Yeah, if you I go think... to if you're in Halo and you pick through difficulties, when you get to Heroic, it says this is the way the game was made to play. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah, and some games make hard a challenge, and some games make hard like come on. You know, like yeah. what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's a fun development fact. It's easier to make a game difficult and then make it easier than to make a game and then add difficulty. Because making something easier just means like extending timers or removing enemies. And making something harder is like... Or, or slimming down the ammo. Restructuring. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Um, all right, let's see. Assassin's Creed Valhalla has an update that's going to be pushing out soon for those of oh, you who Fall are playing. Guys released early August. wonder if that did it. Maybe. Shit. That's like... That's it's, two weeks it's, after Hyperscape. It's, it's not not a factor. Yeah, that's definitely that's yeah. that could definitely be a thing. Fall guys like Fall guys took over the world for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good ass point, and it was free on PlayStation to start. Yeah, that's true. yeah, that's a big deal. Um, Assassin's Creed's first post-launch uh, DLC is coming out. It's first of its free events, which is the Yule Festival that will change your homestead that you're building into a holiday celebration which is cool um it'll additionally add some legendary uh it'll add some hunts it'll add some quests it'll add some new gear and uh have festival related activities additionally they're pushing an update that makes legendary animal trophies appear in the longhouse which is nice because i just killed the last legendary animal in that game and they're not displayed anywhere and it makes me sad now they will be um that's quick news let's see um xbox playstation and switch made a shared statement on the 14th about uh, committing to making gaming safer for people, cracking down on harassment and racism and all sorts of bad shit that happens in games that makes them unsavory for a large portion of the population. Um, mm. So that's cool. I won't read the whole thing because it's kind of long. But there's means, three core tenets. The following principles that guide their work are prevention, empowering players and parents to understand and control gaming experiences, partnership, committing to partnering with the industry, regulators, law enforcement, and our communities to advance user safety and responsibility, holding ourselves accountable for making our platforms as safe as possible for all players. So that's dope. That is good dope. For them. Yeah, good for them. You know um, what Twitch did today? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, what a twist do today. They banned... A couple words. Uh, so basically, if you uh, it's, you'll um, lose your account if you uh, say these words. Incel. Incel. Well, we're saying it now, so hopefully we don't get banned <laughs> because we're on Twitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> Ben <laughs> froze. It's like on that um, note. Uh, okay, I'll paraphrase. It uh, rhymes. One rhymes with chimp. Right. Really? So here's the problem. The problem is these words aren't really like you have to have extreme context for these to be offensive. And you have have to be using them offensively, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, run rhymes with chimp, and it's yeah. I don't know. I don't even know like definition of it. That word got. uh, I'm gonna do a Michael Scottism. It got you slurped and uh, adopted by people (laughs) to be more uh, offensive than what we commonly used to be like it back to back in back in the day it just meant simple and then you know a couple of years ago it just meant like you're try harding for you know somebody 
uh, that right. you're infatuated yeah, with. That's the definition then, I know of it. Right. But it, in the last couple, like, I'm going to even say the last six months, it got turned into something really evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the last one is um, somebody who's ever, never had sex. That's the last yeah. one. Which um, is funny which how like people use that as an insult so much that they ban yeah. that word. What's the third I, one? Was there a third one? I think the I said... one, the one I said first. Yeah. Wait, so it's that one and simp. Yes, and virgin. And virgin. Oh, and, and virgin. So just just and now same all. We're, we're yeah, already I mean, there. Yeah, and, now it's over. And we're banned. We're talking about a news. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I was playing Assassin's Creed today, and a mission ended. Uh, or yeah, a story a story point ended in a brothel, and I was like, "Oh no, there's boobs everywhere. Do I need to do something about this?" If your stream is marked eighteen and up, you're fine. Yeah, and if your content isn't focused on it, you're fine. So it's fine. Yeah, that's why I didn't stream with uh, Cyberpunk's character creator though, <laughs> because yeah. the the hypocrisy is that they they can't for, they can't take it down. Yeah, Twitch is fighting for I guess uh, I don't know what what term this would be considered, but. There's a lot of other ways that they could they could fight that people like get harassed like a lot like it's kind of it seems like it's the wrong angle for Twitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, getting into specifics on why it's wrong, a wrong angle. But there's way worse things going on that Twitch doesn't exactly give a shit about. Yeah, exactly. This feels like one of those half measures where it's like, see, we care, and everyone's we like, did, yeah. but, but look at that. <laughs> this is way worse. Like, oh, Black Lives Matter, huh? Well, we're gonna take Aunt Jemima off the syrup. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, thanks. I guess. Thanks. <laughs> weird, weird flex, but okay. Cool. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah. One uh, thing I think the CEO of Twitch, or let's just mention that because this is a video game podcast. So most video games in Twitch are hand in hand. Yeah. Um, he's trying to make it a felony if you ha- get a DM- DMCA strike. Wow. What like, the fuck is wrong with people? They're trying to, like, like, I guess the CEO, I forgot his name. Like, his name's in all over Twitter today, but he wants it. He said in, a, in an interview that he wants it to make it become a felony. Okay, so he's in somebody's pocket. Yeah. Twitch is Twitch is come on. Yo, Twitch is owned by Amazon. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely in somebody's pocket. Um Emmett Shear? These four the journalists are about to disappear. I didn't tell you. I don't think it was it might not be the CEO. We're about to get you're gonna see a, okay. from stage left over here, there's a hood gonna go over my head and then the screen's gonna go black. <laughs> oh shit. Um yeah. So uh, on uh, uh, along with that point, um there is a new feature in OBS that came out in its update today or yesterday. Uh, I updated OBS today. That's why I say it. Um, that allows you to, it includes support for stripping out audio from VODs. So the new OBS updates out and as per usual, it includes a bunch of stuff. The biggest change in this version though, is the support for a feature that Twitch debuted uh, in Twitch soundtrack, the ability to play music in a second track while you're streaming to Twitch so that it can be stripped out of your recorded broadcast or VOD. Um, for the uninitiated, it's un- it's normal to play music in the background of live streams, but issues around copyright mean that it can be dangerous. Twitch has been engaged in an extended battle with the music industry because streamers habitually play crop- copyrighted music on stream that they don't have the rights to. Is uh, It came to a head earlier this year when streamers were flooded with copyright takedown requests from the music industry. So I guess this... Obis yeah, pointed this out... OBS pointed out that Twitch helped with the development of the feature. Cool. Um, so you can play copyrighted music while you're streaming. And that's okay. Well, it's not. You're still getting striked. But they so basically, they've, so they've, had, they've had this feature in advanced audio properties. But it was really complicated to set up. 
Yeah. Or when you export your stream, you can take you can you have control of the channels. That's basically is that what what the feature? It's hard to tell because they're not going into detail. This release adds a second audio track when streaming to Twitch, which will be saved in the to the VOD instead of the stream audio. Oh. Oh. So so, so, the so you can be playing music. You, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The stream won't have your music in it, but when you want to make a VOD, your music will be a part of it. Which is weird because if you're streaming and making VODs, you have video editing software and you can add music to your VODs anyway. But I guess if you like to play music while you're streaming, uh, yeah, this is weird. This is weird. Yeah, I would like, I'd like to know for sure what this means because one of the biggest reasons I dislike streaming or the concept of streaming because I love playing music for people so much. Caleb has memories where I was drawing and DJing for people. Yeah, oh, check good. this out. Check this out. So if I could do that again, I'm going to be much more excited to start streaming. Yeah, this doesn't sound like it's that. This sounds like you can play music that won't come through your stream, but we saved to your the recorded video. But there is a new thing that did come out or has been more broadly released called Twitch Soundtrack that lets streamers play music while they're live. That like is a if the product works the way Twitch says it does. Soundtrack will be. Much more than just a way to play rights clear music while you're broadcasting. The uh, the issue that Soundtrack is solving is pretty simple. If co music is copyrighted, you can't use it while you're streaming unless you have the rights to use it. If you do happen to use copyrighted music during a broadcast, there's not a whole lot Twitch can necessarily do because it's being played live. But if viewers make clips from that broadcast, the VOD can be, and the VOD's left online, it can be taken down. Okay. So Twitch Soundtrack is a separate application that interfaces with your streaming software and separates the music stream into its own channel and broadcasts it simultaneously, but separately. That integration allows Twitch to automatically strip the music from the VOD of your live stream. So it sounds like it's VODs that do it. So Ben, yeah. if you were streaming and playing music and you didn't save your music as a, or save your streams to VODs later so yeah. people could watch them, you'd be fine. That sounds awesome. That sounds awesome, as long as it doesn't like come back to bite me in the ass. Which it could if they ban your account and if they had their way, give you a felony. <laughs> yeah. 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 Basically well, it's right, if, that's mm. not fire I want to play with. Basically it's if it's if somebody from the copyright department of Sony music is told that you're playing a copyrighted music yeah. on your stream right now and then they come catch it. You yeah, dude. I've had, fiasco. I've had three designs taken down by Disney and Warner Brothers. So, I mean, while you're doing it, though, it sounds like they can't really punish you if that if they don't catch you doing it, which a VOD is like a record of you doing it. So if you just do it during live streams and don't say VODs, mm -hmm. the odds that you're going to get so big that they're going to pay attention. This just sounds dumb. Fuck. F fuck music distribution distribution or it's distributors. Weird and it's fucked up. And it's like I'm, there's, there's millions of artists who want their music to be heard. Yeah, they want it. They want it to be streamed. So. Yeah, you could just be like, "Let me, yeah, check out this new song I heard today from so and so." Like, wait, yeah. you can't. It's free advertising. I'm going to jail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why I have Monster Cat Gold because for five dollars I can just play. Yeah, that that a would bunch be, of shit. That yeah, would be but my... man, that mm, that music's not. Oh, it's, it's, it's not, not all good. I, it's no, it's not all good. The no. stuff that's a part of that that's not copyright is just like. I added, there's like 10 good songs. Now, if big record labels started doing the same thing and allowing you to pay $10 a month to play everything on their label, would you would you oh, do it? Oh, yeah. Jesus, that's next. That's definitely next. Monster Cat probably helped pave the way for that. 
Like if Empire guess... Records is like twenty dollars a month, you can play everything off of, the, or you know what I mean? Yeah. For streamers, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's who knows. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of a lot, let me read you this. Wait, I can't. Let me read you this this uh, <laughs> this letter from the Cyberpunk CEO. They should call it Cyber Skunk. <laughs> they should call it, it stinks. Should call it Cyberpunked. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> two days ago, um, at one in the morning, which is like 8 a.m. in Poland, so it makes sense, um, the the CEO, or no, this is like a whole-ass group of people at, at CD Projekt Red, wrote basically an apology. First of all, we would like to start by apologizing to you for not showing the game on base last-gen consoles before it premiered and, in consequence, not allowing you to make more informed decisions about your purchases. We should have paid more attention to making it play better on PS4 and Xbox One. That paragraph, folks, is a fucking doozy. Mm-hmm. Um, second, we will fix bugs and crashes and improve the overall experience. The first round of updates has just been released, and the next one is coming within the next seven days. Uh, expect more yada yada of the patches in January and February. Together, these should fix the most prominent problems gamers are facing. Um... Finally, we would always like everyone who buys our games to be satisfied with their purchase. This is the, this is where they incriminate themselves uh, going forward. Um, we would appreciate it if you would give us a chance, but if you are not pleased with the game on our, your console and don't want to wait for updates, you can opt to refund your copy. That's not something they can say. Yeah. So then it's they say... A, it's not a direct supply chain here. Yeah, so then they say, for copies purchased digitally, please use the refund system of PSN or Xbox, respectively. For boxed versions, please first try to get a refund at the store where you bought the game. Should this not be possible, please contact us at helpmerefund at cdprojectred.com, and we will do our best to help you. So, I worked at GameStop for like six years. You can't return new games that you've opened and played. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah. It's not how you, I can't resell that but, as new. But these people said I could. So exactly. let's do it. Exactly. This was two days ago. Since then, there are articles and numerous reports of the PSN being like, nah, you've played it. You can't return it. Of GameStop having internal emails that straight up say, tell them no, and to give them the email that CD Projekt Red supplied. Right. Um, Steam even has a tricky thing where if you installed a game and played it, you can return it if you played it for less than two hours. But there are already reports of people who've played it for like three and a half hours who are being told, no, you're past the two-hour mark. You can't return it. So like CD Projekt Red's like, if you don't like it, we'll return it. We'll, 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 you get your money back. And like... They didn't like check with anybody. <laughs> what are they, what like, are they basing that on? Hey, can I get, like, get to send out a, an email to Xbox and PlayStation? Like, hey... Is it okay if we put this in a letter <laughs> and send okay it out we... to everybody? Like, and they're like, no. no. And they're like, right, oops. We won't do that. <laughs> we already did it. Um, so if I already sent it, then... <laughs> then it's a, it's it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Cyberpunk is kind of a mess right now. If you've got a next-gen system, which a small percentage of the people that are playing Very games small. right now have, you're mostly fine. It's still a buggy... Yeah. Uh, a mess at times, and some, and sometimes maybe not. I've largely, but had, like, I've largely had great success. Yeah, well, very, random, very random little bugs that that are, as you've seen in other games. Like, yeah, I see it, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But, but so if you one, see some of the footage very, on like the base, very pivotal cutscene 
was ruined by something very stupid. And I won't talk about, probably won't be able to talk about this for a long time. Sure, sure. um, And I was just like, I I was still like affected the way they wanted me to, but I I was just like, man. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, I'm going to save it before I do every cutscene now so I can make sure I get the best version. So they're actually, their save system is really nice. It's all multi-tiered, so. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. So I'm really confused on how a game developer is like, I'm going to release this on Xbox and PS, Xbox One and PS4, but not try every console beforehand. Oh, they did. I think they did. (laughs) They did. That's the problem. But but why would they roll this out? Because they had to. Mm -hmm. They didn't have to. They, They probably did. Honestly, they probably did. It probably got to the point where their shareholders said, you cannot delay this anymore. Release it. Or we're and gonna how start. How did that go? Not. They made. They made. So here's the thing, Ryan. They made this game over the last eight years. They made all of the money that it cost them to develop the game back in 24 hours. So they're doing fine. And this, this like, go refund it if you want. They're not gonna pay your money back. They don't have to. Steam will. Xbox will. PlayStation will. GameStop will. You so they, that's why they do. said. That's why they said go get a refund because fuck it. Doesn't affect them. It doesn't affect them. They made they sold eight million copies the first day. They need to spend a billion of that and get the best PR firm this world has ever had that just takes the reins and go, You guys need to shut up. <laughs> we'll take it from here. Yeah. You get to yeah. work. You get to work and we'll see you on the other side. Cause every time they open their mouth it gets worse. Yeah. Yeah, the first paragraph of, like, we want to start by apologizing to you for not showing you the game on base last-gen consoles. You can't apologize for something you did on purpose. But also, as a gamer, the fuck did you expect? You can apologize for something you did on purpose. <laughs> Don't mean shit, <laughs> It but doesn't mean as much. You can still do it. Right. Sorry, sorry I punched your stupid-ass kid. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I was angry and they were loud. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, Tech, I do hear you, uh, and yeah, that's a good Every- point, but also, like... We know this. We know we know that when you see a video game commercial, they're gonna show you the optimized top of the line version. Sometimes mm-hmm. a game yeah. will show you the PC version and not even show you the console version. So here's ninety nine percent of the time it says not actual game footage on yeah. almost every trailer they release. Absolutely. Like we you <laughs> thought you thought your eight year old Xbox was gonna look like that. Here are two points of contention. What's the Go. last game you bought where you saw no gameplay? Oh, um, I don't watch gameplay. I just except for Apex because it came out the day they announced it. But yeah, like like uh, you also yeah. 2K, like things I just I just know I'm getting. You just know, okay. sure, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Generally, I bought NHL 21. I have never seen gameplay. I don't see commercials for that. I didn't look YouTube okay. trailers for that. But I think I do, know I'm gonna get it. Do sports games get yeah, a little bit of an exception? Because like. If you're buying NHL 21, it's uh, it's a sequel, and it's it comes out every year. And they've uh, if they keep making it, they obviously have some kind something that's going for them. Like if a brand new game got announced and you never saw gameplay, would you buy it? Or when you go to the store and someone's like, "Hey, I've been playing this and it's super dope," do you go look at it first and go, "Do, I, do I, what I fuck with this?" You know what I mean? I don't think anyone does that, right? Like no one. Yeah, it's because it's not a games. thing. Because it's not a thing. Yeah, it's not a thing. Yeah, there's always gameplay. So, okay, let's use my second point of contention. This game was made for the Xbox One and PS4. Yeah. And PC. And does, it, does, it, does it look worse than yeah. other games, period? Yeah. Is it yes. the worst looking game? No. 
but I mean, have you seen some of the pictures of people people are seeing okay, but, on PS4? But be <laughs> no, no. careful, be careful, because people are cherry picking. Everybody's bandwagoning on this shit. Yeah, sure. I've, yeah. Talked to, I've talked to five different people that are all playing the game, and most of them either said, "Yes, I've had to reload some saves. Yes, I've had some bugs, but I'm still I'm loving the fuck out of this." Uh, yeah, they're on, they're on three different generations: PC, PS4, and, and Xbox Series X. Yeah. And that's only five people out of eight billion pre-orders. But I think the internet is cherry picking. And everybody loves talking about this right now. And you know what the internet does. Look at Twitch just banned three words, right? So everybody loves bandwagoning and doing what everybody else is doing. So there's a lot of that going on. And what I think you're seeing, Caleb, which is what about you're about to look up, these derezzed, like, Play-Doh-looking Gumby models, is somebody snapping a, a save uh, screenshot before the game, before the pop-in. So we know for a eh. fact that old-gen consoles have pop-in and it's bad. So, it's like, things will pop in yeah, and, sure. and res. But uh, I just saw that. Like the latest uh, Fallen Order did that. Other games have done that. I've seen Play-Doh ass model. Gears of War yeah. did that. Gears of War did that. I saw this Play-Doh ass model, and then all the bump mapping clicked in, and it looked mm-hmm. fucking 2025 again. Like it looks gorgeous. So every game does that, and they're just snapping a screenshot and trying to get popular off of this bullshit ass neg scene that they're making. So yes, the game's broken. It should not have been released. But there's a lot of bandwagoning going on. So. I but say they also overhyped the shit out of this probably game. Probably one of the most hyped so, games I've so, ever seen in my life. So the bandwagon's getting longer because they're like, yeah. all right, you guys talked all this shit yeah. about and this it, fucking game, and now you're going to eat every bit of it. If they didn't overhype it, i.e. like pour millions of dollars into promotion, yeah. then they could have pushed back. People would have been a little salty. Mm-hmm. But they created they created a situation in which yeah, they've, they've done created too this much. monster, for sure. We've done too much. Now we have to. And it, honestly... We suffer. People who play the game, who want to enjoy the game, that's the only one who suffers in this. I guess, but money. like, but we're not really suffering. Come on. We're not suffering because we right. got the one X. We're not. So, yeah. No, we're no, in no, a no. position where. No, no, no. No gamer is suffering. Excuse me. No, I hear you. <laughs> that's a good. <laughs> right. I, I feel that. Okay. And not look at the fact that PUBG is still around. Like, hello. Like, but yeah. And it was a pain. We would have to pay- rejoin a single match five times because yeah. it would crash. And it wasn't a pay, a, like, you had to pay for that game, so, like, it didn't even have this, the, and the game the fallback of it was free. It wasn't free. The game's still around. It's looking better. It's on the long game. They're playing the long game. So, like, people, no, nobody's suffering here. The death threats are f- fucking insane. That, yeah, that, should be, sure. that should be punishable by law. That should be assault and some fourth, invent a fourth degree, okay? And then just chill the fuck out. Let them do their thing. Stop complaining. Stop Here's the complaining. thing, though. Here's the thing, though. This might actually be legal fraud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Here's- like, telling people to stop complaining is weird when you market a game for Xbox One and PS4, not Xbox One X and PS4 Pro, not Xbox Series X and PS5. It's literally an Xbox One and PS4 game, and you never show them footage, and you you restrict reviewers to only playing it on PC, mm-hmm. and you only let them use footage from the trailers they've already given, which yeah. means they knew... That it wasn't going to work on consoles the way they wanted it to. And they knew that even the PC code they were giving them wasn't going to look as good as the trailers they made themselves. Yeah, That means every bit of content that informs cus- customers and consumers what they're going to get was manicured by a studio that knew it didn't work. Yeah. Also, but this wouldn't, the be the first game I, this wouldn't be the first game I bought that was unfinished. It might be one of the worst cases of it. I'm not even talking about the degree to which it's unfinished. I'm talking about the degree to which they went to hide... I understand. 41% of their pre-orders were on last-gen systems. 41% I, of that 8 million pre-orders. That I means... Just don't feel like that's, I just don't feel like that's my fight. 
see here. I want to counter what you said, Ben, about PUBG. I think PUBG, for all intents and purposes, uh, it was it was groundbreaking. It was a a, a genre bending, sure, never before seen, groundbreaking game. You don't get that with Cyberpunk. Well, also, PUBG wasn't in 1.0. PUBG wasn't in 1.0 until eight yeah. months after it was on Xbox. Right. Yeah. So it so, launched in pre-release. Yeah. They could have done that with this. They could have said, "All right, guys, it's not <laughs> done. Oh, we're not done. If, I'm sorry, if, but if, here it if is." They would have said pre-release. Yeah, pre-release Cyberpunk. Here it is. It's gonna get better. We promise we'll have a patch every month. But this is as good as we can do right now. It's a fucking pandemic. Am I right? Here's the game. Cut us some slack. We're sorry, but here it is. You play it at your own risk. Yeah, the big. I think the what we're seeing in like the macro is the difference between Halo and Cyberpunk. Halo has shareholders that want the game to come out and be good, and CD Projekt has shareholders that wanted to make money off of something that they kept delaying and get not getting money out of. Because Halo was like, eh, we'll delay, and they delayed it a full fucking year. And CD Projekt was supposed to come. This game was supposed to come out in April. And then it got pushed to September. And then it got pushed to December. And, like, you don't make a 90-day delay and fix the game in 90... That never, that's never happened. It's never been, like, 90 days. It's fine. Six months, sure. Like, even, even Grand Theft Auto moved from um, an April release to a September release. So when, like, when Cyberpunk was supposed to move from April to September this year, I was like, hey, you know what? That might do it. But when they pushed to that last bit, I was like, hmm... Let's say it maybe, takes two hundred million dollars. Maybe if they focus less on the dong size and the actual capability of the game. <laughs> oh, and might... like, yeah. And I'm hearing from <laughs> and I'm hearing from people that like you can customize the size of your penis, but you literally can never see it the rest of the game, no, unless you take your pants off. It's not you know it's never you never see it. Nope. It's not so it's like game. cool. That's clickbaity as fuck. Because Just... if you if you used it in game, it would be an AO game instead of an M game. That would go beyond the ratings board. I mean, the sex scenes show everything else. So, like, would it? Never has a sex game, sex scene in a game shown you everything. I mean, yeah, yeah. sure. but Right. And if it did, that would probably not be an M game anymore. That would be AO, probably. Yeah, sure. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure there's Cyberpunk Pornhub already. But, um, so let's say it takes $300 million to make a game, and it typically takes three years to make a game on average. That's $100 million uh, a year to stay open. So every year this game didn't come out. It's another $100 million to the investors. So after eight years, that's almost a billion dollars. I'm doing really generalized math. But it's, there's, it's based on some actual statistics based on blood yeah, sure, and all sure, that stuff. Right. Sure. Um, so $100 million a month or a year to stay open. So let's say it's been in production for eight years. That's almost a billion dollars. Yeah, they're like, yeah, cut it, put it out. Nah, nah. So, See, if you've already spent $800 million, $100 million more is not a big deal. If you've only spent $100 million, $100 million more is twice your budget. don't think you or I have any grounds to talk in that sort of fucking financial... Well, here's the, th- here's the thing, though. Like, if I Witcher... spend $800 to fix my car, and it only takes another $100 to fix it all the way, I'm fucking doing that shit. Yeah! Whereas if you spend $100, and that's all you had, but then they're like, we have to fix something else, and it's another $100, you're fucked. <laughs> But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I'm also not driving an eight hundred dollar car. <laughs> here's the thing, though. Witcher, The Witcher Three is the one of the best selling games of all time, and recently had a resurgence in purchases and players. And they run a game buying software from at, in GOG. Like that game, took, that game only took fifteen million to produce. So like they, I don't think they're hurting. 
for money. No, I don't. Yeah, there's that too, right? I don't think they are. So like, yeah. yeah. Also, if they'd pushed it a year and been like, actually, we can't do Xbox One and PS4. I'm sorry. We kept trying and we just couldn't get it to work because this is too ambitious. And they just focused on Series X, PS5, and PC in a year. In a year, that would have been better. I would have figured it out. It, 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 that might have ruined them though. Maybe. Like if if you have if you don't have the, the next gen and you have to watch it, you're not gonna want it. Yeah. Sure. Sure. That's never been done before. Yeah. I've got a buddy. I've got a buddy that used to teach at Webster, uh, Ben, that you probably know, Rob, who uh, is playing Cyberpunk 2077 on his base PS4 offline, so minus the day one patch. And he's streaming it. And that shit is fucking hilarious. It's so broken. It's so bad. Um, it's really funny. And it's funny to me that, like, this game is, at the same time, super ambitious and, like, just a concrete swan dive in a way that, like, I couldn't have dreamed. I feel really bad for the developers because, like, oh, you know they wanted to delay it and make it work. And you know that they couldn't. Nobody wanted to push this game out like this. Yeah, uh, the, so let's let's break it down to its most basic components. You know, like imagine if any of us had worked on it. Yeah, you know, pr- be, this hum- would be a pretty sad humbling, time. Pretty humbling to be a single component of a multi-component uh, de- developer scene and yeah. have to and have to put up with your managers, <laughs> the higher ups, and then the, and then uh, the gaming public just yeah. just shitting on you daily. <laughs> that's gotta be that's gotta be fucking rough, man. Yeah, makes you makes you not want to do it, really. Nah, you know, you get out of college, you're like, I can't wait to work in a AAA studio. <laughs> do you though? Like, there's a nine month crunch, and then you get shit on. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, and they changed, and over the weekend they fucking changed their bonus system. Did you see that? Yeah. Well, okay, bad. but that they were gonna okay, give so bonuses based on Metacritic, and they changed that completely. Not, sadly, that's not unique. And the, up, ch- the fact that they changed it is a f- fucking pro move. So good for them. Wait, what? The executives ate. They said that we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna just give you your bonuses regardless of the Metacritic. Everybody gets their bonuses. The Metacritic's we're, we're ninety. Gonna... The Metacritic's ninety-two. They took away the bonuses they were gonna get for the Metacritic that they got on the week of release, and now are giving merit-based bonuses based on crushing bugs. It's not good. Them changing no, the original, their. The original article said. We're no longer making sure that the Metacritic has to be 90 for everybody to get your bonuses. Everybody gets their bonuses now. The executives took the blame for the for the shitty launch. That's what the, the press release said. That's yeah. that's that's a good thing. But like based on a bad thing. <laughs> based yeah. you know, they did the good thing. It's like punching you and then taking you to the hospital. But like uh, thanks for taking me to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> or running over the car, running over the car, and then taking you to the hospital. And, yeah, I saved their life while well, you hit them. But, um, but I, I still think it's a it's a bold move for the executives to say we're gonna take the responsibility here. You all get your bonuses. Hmm. I'm, I'm gonna take my bigger bonus, but we'll still give you. Your <laughs> sure. I have so much money, I'll pay for your shit. Yeah, but yeah, no, I guess that's I guess. It's just, mm, they restructured their system to, like, reward working hard, which in a studio that we know has a pattern of overworking and crunch, that's a really shitty way 
to like, hey, we'll pay you more the harder you work. That's just more. That's just going to mean more people are going to crunch. And like, mm. well, people need to calm the fuck down when it comes to that shit too, man. Be like, stop demanding so much. The consumer, shut up. Wait, and if 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 the expectation was a little bit more realistic, the pressure wouldn't be as intense as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like everyone needs 100%. to chill the fuck out. Yeah. Something, something. I don't know what, because I wasn't there. I'm not in the industry, really. Something happened because of those fucking death threats. Right? What do you mean? When they delayed the game last time, the amount of force feedback <laughs> that they got um, had to have done something. Some ripple came from that. You don't just threaten a dev team with like they did, in which we didn't even see the worst of it. And and nothing come of that. I don't know. Could you imagine just... being such a soy boy that you would actually <laughs> threaten the life of someone that you've never met over a, a game? video game? A video yeah. game. Like how like how insane is that, dude? It's it's, it's beyond enemy. it's beyond fucking yeah. It, I I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. It's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. What a nightmare. Yeah. What a Dream fucking ass job, but then you're getting death threats because they don't people don't like it. Or yeah, and it's, it's trendy. Yeah, it's dumb as fuck. But people get death threats over Star Wars and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Transformers. Like nerds have no limits, man. If you, that's, not, if you, that's not that's not good enough. That's not that's like some a weirdest excuse. Not come not to be not an excuse combative. at all. Not, not an excuse at all. But... Nope, not an excuse at all. I'm just saying this is this is. What? No, like saying boys Ex- will be boys is toxic, right? Not, I'm not saying that either, though, to be honest. Like, I don't mean to be fighting you on this, but I, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. Um, I think everybody needs to calm down about a lot of different things. I'm just saying this is not an insular event. Oh, you're saying it's not gamers are shitty, nerds are shitty, and nerds need to calm the fuck down. It's it's this it's extremophile. <laughs> like, I love this thing so much, mm-hmm. I'm going to cause harm to someone else. And I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that boys will be boys. I'm saying this is not... A unique incident. I think this does. This happens more often than. Oh yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If basically, if you love something, cool, but don't ever fucking come after somebody for it, because that's some bullshit. That's some it's, bullshit. I know the female Ghostbusters wasn't great, guys, but it was not worth all that hate. <laughs> no. Come on. No, just don't watch it. Like, just don't watch like, it. Yeah. Is your emotional attachment that hard to Ghostbusters? Because I'll be honest with you, it's probably not. Homie, people say that things ruin their childhood still. Yeah, no, that's oh, that ruined my childhood. No, it fucking didn't, dude. <laughs> you were no, it didn't. <laughs> You're fine. No negative <laughs> attitude, dude. <laughs> yeah. What 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 ruin your childhood means when it's not in the current in the present context, as in like your village was firebombed. But like what I mean is, as an adult, to have your childhood ruined is like Bill Cosby. That might have ruined one of your childhood favorite shows. Right. Sure. Yeah, that's, but this, well, I, th- I think you know we know what we're, we're saying, right? We know that. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really because you're talking about a fictional character. Right. So it doesn't really ruin your childhood. Michael Bay's you know? Michael Bay's Turtles did not ruin your childhood. Childhood no. trauma maybe ruined your childhood. Sexual <laughs> like, <laughs> abuse may have ruined your childhood. Uh, it wasn't the, the Turtles reinvention. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't CG Ninja Turtles. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. Yeah. Man, I have students. Who still cringe over those designs, it, and it kind of blows me away because I think the designs are one of the best parts of those movies. But anyway, yeah, you know, we, we have other things to talk about. Everybody so, has something to gripe about. What's up? So th- this game, 
it being the second game that was overhyped, that didn't do fucking well. Second game. Developer Anthem. Oh, oh, okay. I just didn't know what else you were talking about. Go ahead. So, should these developers either, like, don't fucking hype your game so goddamn much. Oh, don't sure. Get it, don't sure. don't get it to, to the... Don't, no, no, no you, don't, you don't have to. The market department has to. No, dude, fucking put it on the fucking paper and show it to people then. Put your game out there and show how fucking good this is instead of fucking getting Keanu Reeves to fucking show up at the fucking Game Awards to get fucking big backers behind this game. Fucking make the game what you were fucking talking your shit about. Make that goddamn game. People who make these decisions don't play video games. It's true. They run businesses. So they're making business decisions. Same way they they hype iPhones. Like, it's a machine. They, They have to. Yeah, that is one big part of it. Is it like the hype is used to judge whether or not a project is worth continuing? And so like the like constant check-ins is the shareholders being like, is this still worth our investment? And then when people are like, Fuh! then they're like, all right, keep working or whatever. Also, um, I am thoroughly shocked on how much counter is in this game. Oh, he's like That's- the he's one of the main characters. He has the most speaking lines in the game. So, there's that. I need, I need to play more. I've, I've obviously had the most crazy last couple of days, so I haven't played much of any games. But Why? Uh, what happened, Tech? <laughs> well, you know, thing, but I need to get back into it and, and get some more hours in, so I, I haven't even met Keanu Reeves yet. You, yeah, like, I think uh, hype is certainly a problem and can be a problem. Let's, let's but I think that hype is also sometimes, like, Red Dead Redemption 2 was hyped to know. I remember starting that game and being like, this can't be as good as I think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And then it delivered. And I was like, oh shit. All right, this game's actually fucking incredible. All the Halos, um, all the Halos have had like movie theater commercials. Yeah. Like, yeah and so. I've loved every Halo. Right, I just think, but, they ne- but they never had the hype this game had. Hi- had. Oh, see, this game's hype is Halo, like a. This game's hype Halo is like 3's a. Ad campaign was massive. It was pretty big. This game's, this game's hype, Ryan, I do agree with you. It's, it was way too much. And like. That's why Tech was saying things a couple weeks ago, like, <laughs> what if this game's bad? <laughs> Being like, yeah. what if, but what if? I, I think this game's hype is disproportionate to what even the studio ex- expected. Because, like, they announced this game the same summer that Witcher came out. And Witcher 1 and 2 were good games. Witcher 1 and eh, Witcher 2 was a good game. Witcher 3, we had no idea it was going to be what it was. And so, like, they announced a cyberpunk game. It's based off of an 80s tabletop game written by Mike Pondsmith that people fucking loved. And you're like, oh, shit, that's a big deal. And then over the next six years, Witcher 3 becomes well known as one of the best Western RPGs ever fucking made and sells more copies than almost any Western RPG ever made. And then has a show come out that is incredible and the books become a phenomenon because they're selling again because the show came out and reminded everybody. And then, like... The show coming out made the game have more concurrent players than it's ever had, and it's one of the best-selling games ever. Like, all of that stuff lent to why everyone being like, yo, they're making a cyberpunk game. That generated its own hype. And, like, as much as it, I am a little bit upset... This hype. It I didn't mean, generate all, they, It didn't generate that. But think about what they Wait, did what over the last... Become. But think about what they did over the last six years to generate hype, right? Like, one appearance from Keanu Reeves... 
We didn't know how big a part of, of, of the game he was going to be, but he shows up on stage and people fucking lost their minds because Keanu Reeves is huge. But that's a relatively small PR stunt to get an actor to announce that they're in your game. Like Watch Dogs did it with, uh, Banks, uh, with Banksy, and he's a huge musician. Stormzy, not Banksy, sorry, Stormzy. He's a huge musician, but he's a really, really small portion of that game. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, shit. They put together a three-minute video and recorded a music video for him. That was it. And we had no reason to believe that Keanu was going to be more than that. He was the lead singer to a band. But people did their research and found out that Johnny Silverhand, in the lore of the tabletop game Cyberpunk, is a big deal. And then they, like, in a meeting or in an interview, said that, like, he's got a lot of speaking lines in this game. And people started putting dots to Like, you know what I mean? Like, hype is, I think, partially a responsibility of the developers, for sure. But, like, we have instances of hype being absolutely blown out of proportion by players. Like, with um, No Man's Sky, where people were like, this game's going to let us do this and this and this. And the people at Hello Games were like, we, that's, it's not going to do that. <laughs> and then it came out, and it didn't do it. People were like, y'all lied. We overhyped this shit. And everyone was like, that's not, it, it does what they said it does. <laughs> like, ugh. So hype yeah. is like, it sucks. Because I, it it's 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 on both sides, I think. I think what this incident does, uh, probably more than anything, is exemplifies um, um, just a laundry list of problems with the AAA games industry. Um, I would argue this game's not AAA. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? Like we were just talking about Hyperscape and how dead that game is, and that they poured so much money into hyping that game up. And it's the same thing. The, the money that you put into a product shouldn't uh, move us the way it does. I feel like yeah. we can manipulate it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We are we are products. All, uh, all because they put money behind it. Yeah. And they say yeah. in music, a hit song is only a hit song because they put money into it. Yeah, I think the people that complain the hardest uh, bit took, took a larger body of the apple. Yeah. Oh, there's people that are, yeah, yeah, there's people that are saying, like... like there's people that are saying like they've been crying all day because they can't play cyberpunk, <laughs> and it's like, dude. I mean, we can... one probably not. Two, get a hobby, get a different hobby. Get a. If you are that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> if you've cried, if you've cried because of cyberpunk being bad or worse than you thought it would be, I think there's a phone number you can call for. This call this number. number. Right. <laughs> In the arms of. Well, I, I I'm counting down the days to when we can stop talking about Cyberpunk. To be honest, that's a that's a bummer. That's a fucking bummer. No, it just like this. It's too hyped. Too hyped. Like yeah, but this. like that's the point. That's my point. That's a bummer. <laughs> that's still a fucking bummer. Like hoping that Cyberpunk stops being in the zeitgeist because you're tired of hearing about how bad it is or how people are overreacting or how broken it. Like that's not what we wanted. And like I don't think the game's good enough to us. Uh, to, to even match, like to to last this long, like I, I just don't feel like it's strong enough. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, will it survive the hype cycle until March, when it runs better on Series X and PS5? Will it survive until January, February, when it runs better on Xbox One and PS4? Who fucking knows? I think it depends on their development calendar. If they're going to, uh, are they just going to fix the bugs? Or are they going to, you know, improve the experience? 
you know, are they going to balance it? Are they going to add new features? You know, are they going to? Uh, they better not add new features in the next. If they add six new months. features before they fix it, that's gonna be <laughs> that's, that's game design one hundred and one, man. Welcome to Warframe, but um, that's that happens a lot. That happens sure. a lot. They don't. They they prioritize features with bugs or whatever, but you know. Speaking uh, of AAA games at yeah. large. And the the things we do to laud or or praise them. The Game Awards was last week, mm. and it was, it. It was, was kind of dope. It was pretty dope. I, I wish I could watch it live. It was my last class that day, so I had to watch a recap. But I know we're going to talk about this, but Marvel sidetracked me during this entire. Time. Oh, yeah. homie, yes. I know we're going to yes. talk about it. That was a very explosive three hours of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, a whole was night like, was like, oh, shit. oh. oh shit. Like on my phone. <laughs> yeah. We should uh, right we should nerdy bit show tomorrow on the on yeah the, yeah we should Disney, all the Disney we the Disney shit is huge. Um. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I I've always been a strong uh, proponent for the video game awards. I I know people like to poo poo it because it's the Keeley Awards and you know and all. It's only the Keeley Awards because no one else has the fucking <laughs> fucking uh, drive to do it themselves like he does. You know what I mean? Yeah. But lots of, lots of people love to call award shows like masturbatory, and it's just a bunch of moneyed people praising other moneyed people, and there's a there's a lot of boot bullshit about you know poo pooing this. But I I've always loved it, and uh, I would love to be a developer that either gets my game debuted yeah. on that stage or praised or won something. I would love to win something. Sure, but yeah. So speaking of debuts, there were yeah. a bunch actually. Yeah. Um, we got. A co-op survival Evil Dead game that got announced mm-hmm. that looks cool. <laughs> Tech was like, "Oh, this might be fucking lit." <laughs> yeah. I, just, uh, I think I saw a screenshot on the, of something, and I was like, "No, that's too much for me." Oh no, really? <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Um, Master Chief's going to be in Fortnite, which that game continues to remind us that boundaries are uh, uh, illusion. Cash um, rules everything around me. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, what else? Fucking Vin Diesel's gonna be in Arc Two. Ryan, did you see that shit? I did. How do you feel I, about I that? I, I didn't. See, I didn't see all of it, but I, I saw the a little bit. The, yeah, it's, it was about Vin Diesel. We okay with him? <laughs> I think he's um, a bit over, over, overhyped. Groot's dope, but like in the mm-hmm. in the time of the first few Fast and Furious and Pitch Black and Triple X. Pitch Black, Black was the shit. No, Pitch Black was, was real good. Eat my shit. Triple X was the start of the Vin Diesel decline. And then we got the... What the fuck is wrong with you? That's a hot take. They're fucking garbage. You all know it. You need to watch it again. I dare you. I fucking watched it. I watched it relatively... It's cheesy as fuck, but it's still fun. Anyway. But that's kind of Vin Diesel's level. Yeah, that's Vin Diesel. It's the most Vin Diesel movie Vin Diesel could make. Anyway. It is Vin Diesel. Uh, it is Vin Diesel. His, Triple X's like to Vin Diesel as John Wick is to Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Weird. I do not co-sign that. But I think uh, I think his humble beginnings made him sort of like the superstar that he is. And then uh, and then it's it's sort of I don't know. It definitely seems to look like he's losing his shine a little bit. I mean, nine Fast and Furious movies and and like a bunch of bad fantasy movies where he's like a witch hunter and. I don't know. He's turning into. Everybody, anybody watched that Bloodshot movie that came out this year? Nope. 
I want to watch good. that. Hard yeah. pass. Hard pass. Why? It looks terrible. But it looks it, like it's it looks an empty like, movie. It looks like Upgrade. It looks like Upgrade, which also looked like an empty movie, and that movie fucking slaps. That movie's awesome. But no one's seen the Bloodshot, so. Yeah. Well, nobody nobody could go to theaters, <laughs> so. No, yeah, it was it was a it was a theater movie, and then it got a digital release because theaters were shutting down when it was coming out. Yeah, they can blame it on COVID if they want to. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> no, I, I like Vin Diesel. I do like Vin Diesel, right? I like him. I like him enough. He's fine. Yeah. 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 Um, I thought I this was enough, sorry. I thought this was going to be a Turok game and I was about to lose my goddamn mind and then it was Arc 2. And that's still really cool, but I thought it was Turok and my Ryan, my... are you are you excited about Arc 2? I haven't heard. I mean, I don't I don't know what, what they're going to do. They, yeah. they have so many they have so many problems in Arc 1. What are they going to do with Arc 2? Oh, so another situation where they add new features and don't fix the bugs. Yep. Yeah. I mean, making a sequel is different than. That's why. That's why I don't play it as much anymore. Because I'm like, yeah. this is problem, 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 and then it's just like, okay, well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna uh, like give you time six taming and time six like uh, maturation to make up for this, so that you can raise dinos and have all this other cool stuff <laughs> instead. It's like. That yeah, still mess. doesn't make up for the fact that my dino just flew into the fucking sky and I don't have him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't a fucking bird. Like, what the fuck? My T-Rex is just gone. <laughs> my T-Rex like is minutes, in orbit. Three minutes later on my screen, it's like T-Rex level 2000 has died. Like, oh, great. <laughs> I had just forgotten. That's funny as fuck. Uh, Swedish Chef is coming to Overcooked, which is incredible. Um... We got a trailer for a game called Crimson Desert that at first looked like Assassin's Creed, and then and then there was no desert, and then it was like, where the fuck is the desert in this game? Yeah, that game looks wild and cool. Um, we're getting a new game from the developers of Left for Dead called Back for Blood. That looks great. Yes, uh, yeah, Ryan and I were yes, 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 yes. Ryan and I were both like, oh my god, here here it comes we're gonna get more zombie killing. Let's do it. Especially when they showed like the starting room, it was just like all the oh yeah, where the guns are just laid out and all like the med packs and shit. And you have yeah. to pick up the like yellow caution bar on the door before you go out. Yeah. And then they had like a they had like a four story tall fucking juggernaut that was like chasing them, and that shit's awesome. Yes. Um, I'm very down for that. Disco Elysium's coming to consoles, which is lit. Um, EA showed off Dragon Age 4 and Mass Effect uh, trailers that are so far ahead of the release of the games that it's questionable why they even showed them. Uh, well, the uh, Mass Effect was just, it's coming. Yeah. It's, Dragon it's Age just, was too. <laughs> was it? I missed that one. Yeah, but the Dragon Age one was like, ooh, story stuff. Well, we knew that. We knew that. And only your average gamer had just assumed that Mass Effect is gone and stayed gone. But uh, this was just sort of a confirmation that, all right, more Mass Effects on the way, which yeah. is big news for a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, ben was excited to see footage of Dark Tide, which looks very good. Yeah. Um, did y'all see the trailer for the Callisto Protocol? No. It's like a prison cell where a dude's sitting in the cell and it's like the lights go out and then a robot's glitching and like something moves past his cell. That's and he turns, around, he turns around and his cellmate's like a zombie that runs at him. So it's... It's yeah. made by a guy who used to work at Visceral, and he's made, and it's and a dead space, and it's a dead space like successor, not yeah. not in the same universe. But you want like y'all y'all want to know the wildest fucking news about this game? Okay. If I can tell you this game exists in the universe of another game, 
and it's the wildest thing that you would think. What do you think? What game universe do you think? A game that's on Europa, the planet where you're fighting zombies. Sci-fi. What universe could that be in that would make you be like, yeah, there's no fucking way. Street Fighter. Weirder. Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny as shit. That's funny as shit. What? Anybody else have guesses? Nope. Tech is, is one a popular of, franchise? Yes. Tech is one of your favorite games of all time. What? Wait, I, I kind of blacked out a little bit. I'm really sleepy. Forgive me. You're good, dude. You what got married happened? yesterday. So yeah. the, there's a zombie game coming out. It's a sci-fi zombie game on the planet Europa where you're fighting alien slash zombies that's from the developer in, inspi- Dead Space. inspired by... It's not from the developer, but it's inspired by Dead Space. That's not what I read. Well, Visceral's, anyway, Visceral's dead, so it's not Visceral. Okay, but the people... They're- no, it's, a team made of, it's, a, it's a team made of people. <laughs> it's a team made of people. It's a team made of people. Tech again. You're losing anyway. tech again. Put We're losing him. So it takes place in the universe of one of your favorite games of all time. Of all time? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, dude. Like Marvel? I mean, Avengers? No. I would have. I if it was Apex, I would have heard of that. So I don't know. What's the other one? PUBG? PUBG. It's in the PUBG universe. What? <laughs> it's in the PUBG universe 300 years after the events of PUBG. What? Oh. That's kind of tight. How the fuck? Yeah, I mean, it's cool, but how the f- why the fuck is that a thing? That's I'm confused. Like, yeah. The future? Like that? Like, that's dope. I like yeah. that. I'd fuck with that. So, Callisto Protocol is. IGN says the sci fi horror from the creator of Dead Space. Yeah. Schofield, the guy that's heading it, is was the creative director on Dead Space. Okay. Yeah. Um. It's called the Callisto Protocol. It was a really preemptive, yeah, pre-rendered about to do some shit. Oh, or it's not. We have no idea. <laughs> like this could just be like three hundred years later. This. Tech, happened. did you play it recently? PUBG. Yeah, I played it last week. Yeah, he played it last yeah. week. I was in a party with him. He was like, "This new map is lit." <laughs> did it feel different? Mm, no. Yeah. Not at its core. Mm-hmm. Like, so is that a good thing or a bad thing for you? I think it's a good thing. Okay. Um, yeah, it looks. It looks better. Players. It looks better. That's good time. Yeah, it's it's. A, I like it. I mean, right. I, I like going back to PUBG every every now and again. You you no. need to try it on your Series X and then on your Xbox One X and see if Hard. there's a difference. Um. Yeah. Awesome. See 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 if the new console is bringing new life to it. <laughs> and this game, this this trailer looks insane. I know this is uh, mm-hmm. um, just you know footage, but it, it looks kind of insane. If it plays like PUBG, that'd be insane. Yes. Yes. If it's if it's exactly PUBG with zombies, that'd be cool. Yep, that would be cool. That would it's be a it's a you have to you have to survive the zombies and kill the other people. It's a third person single player survival horror game. Sounds mm. terrible. Third person single. Oh, so I'd have to, I'd so have to Dead Space. Dead Space. Yeah. <laughs> I have to play it by myself. No, I'm not. I'm good. <laughs> Hard pass. And uh, uninterested. Um, yeah. Aside from that, interested. <laughs> Aside from that, we got a Perfect Dark announcement, which is fucking lit. Mm-hmm. Man, Perfect um, Dark for me was a, a game changer. Yeah, like you know, we had so like you, 007. When you put it in, it made you change the game. I changed the game. Um, I, felt, <laughs> I loved it. I played a lot of a lot of hours. A yeah, lot of hours. I played a, a ton of Perfect Dark. Dark. Yep, I loved going through the VR training modes. We were hunting my radar completely. Really? Isn't that weird? Yeah, that is strange. I just I just didn't play it. Hmm. I, I, I was dude. I was that was my scene. It's all about to. it, but 
After James Bond, I had to. What probably happened was I didn't you, have that console at that time. You got rid of the N64 and got a PS1. Um, no, I remember somebody... You know what it was? I think I had a Saturn. <laughs> and, and my Yikes. buddy got a PlayStation 1. So we were playing those games. And then I think I got a 64 later. I had a Saturn yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Saturn was, a, Saturn was a weird bitch. I liked it though. Yeah. So it was, it was amazing. It was great. It was amazing at 2D and really bad at 3D. That that's what consoles had to decide. <laughs> sure. Back then. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so all the fighting games and, and and arcade ports like Darkstalkers and Street Fighter all look fucking incredible, but then like all the 3D games look kind of fugly. Yeah. And the PlayStation was just killing it. So, um, and then the rest of the show was awards, and I only have a few questions about the awards. Um, I yeah, think we don't have the time to go through this. Fucking no, we don't. Master we list. don't. We don't. <laughs> I wasn't planning on going through all yeah. of them. Um, I was surprised Last that Last of Us 2 won Game of the Year. I thought so, that um, so Animal Crossing deserved it. Um, yeah. But, but Last of Us is absolutely one of the biggest games of the year and one of the yeah. most well-rated games of the year. Yeah. Yep. Um, if this isn't a pandemic year, Last of Us 2 should probably win it. But being pandemic year and Animal Crossing came out and brought so many people yeah. fucking together, that yeah. should have been it. Yeah, yeah. it should have. Uh, we are in agreement on that completely. Um, I am excited the best action game was given to Hades. And Hades beat, like, Ghost of Tsushima and Doom for that award. That's fucking lit. But the question I have for y'all, and we won't have a ton of time to get into it, so I just want, like, initial response. Do you think that The Last of Us should have won the award for best direction? I don't think Last of Us should have won anything as far as story is concerned. I think it's uh I think it's a why? I think it's because it's shit on itself. And I realize T V shows do that too. And you, you as a as a consumer you're at the whim of the creator. Right? So it's their story, whether you yeah. like it or not. So yeah. if you don't like this character dying, two f- tough titties, right? That's that's yeah. their choice. Um so you just you just have to maybe as a professional dissect how the story was told. And while this story was told in an interesting way it felt like a long tv series it felt like a long form story format it didn't feel like a movie it felt like you were getting many episodes uh with all sure really bad news just just a lot of bad news um does that but, make it bad though i i think it i don't know it's complicated man i think it's it's divisive and that's maybe that's part of why it's so tough to judge that game is extremely divisive over this year what do you think about it though like if you were gonna rate it uh on a scale from one to five where does it land for you on a scale of one to ten where does it land for you because if it lands somewhere in the like seven to tens that's gonna be up there for game of the year or for award season nothing in the sevens should ever be close to game of the year that's an average in the game industry things don't get fives okay ben what would your answer be to that question though i'd give it a solid b it's a good B. On <laughs> a scale from year, one to ten, he's like B. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> so you mean like you mean like eight or nine? Because B is one letter away from A, and if you're taking A on a ten-letter scale, it's a ten. So you think it's an eight or a nine or an eight and a half? Or like I, what do you? I said a B. Here? That means eights. That's in the eights. Somewhere okay. in the eights. Yeah. A high so, eight. The high eight makes sense on the awards list to me, right? Like I don't know. Maybe I just a B. A high B means really good to me, and Game of the Year should be fucking great. 
and I don't. There are some great things about this game, but I don't think the game is great. And I think it's, it does a lot of to shit on itself. I think it does a lot to shit on. Yeah. The what do you game. What do you mean by that? Um. Well, I mean, nobody here's played it, so I'm just gonna bore you guys. But like, I just I think it destroys a lot of its the grace and beauty of the first game. It with it becomes this like Walking Dead sledgehammer. Like, oh, you like this person dead? How about this person? We're gonna kill him too. Oh, you like this person? Well, their attitude and personality is completely different from the first game. Like they just do so much to shit on themselves Weird. and to not to not let you feel the sort of like adventure and mystery that the first game had. Now there were some beautiful scenes that obviously made me cry because like that's what the game wanted to do and it made it. And I'm yeah. very susceptible to that sort of entertainment. And sure, it sure. Um, so See, I didn't like think we that... heard from the Game Awards, but off camera they asked the character that played Ellie, "What would you be if not a thing?" And she said, "An astronaut." And then they asked. Uh, the other guy, what would you be? And he said a musician. So that they gave him a guitar in the game, and they put a scene in the game where they're both in a like an old Apollo pod, and it's it's incredible. Yeah. Like they both yeah. climb in there. He gives her a helmet. It's emotional. It's great. But there's just it's just it's a bit of a mess, and it's it's almost like two seasons of a show. There's a lot that does good, and a lot that's done bad. And honestly, Walking Dead is the best comparison I can give. We've all loved Walking Dead at one point in time, and we've all hated Walking Dead from one point in time. Interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's how I felt. There's some parts of Walking Dead where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And the only reason I kept going through Last of Us 2 is because I knew it's going to end. And we never thought Walking Dead was going to end. So, um, and I, yeah. really hated, I really hated the ending. But there are some beautiful parts. And I just, I think it's too divisive and it's too much of a mixed bag to be great. What you're saying is it's not the game of the year for you. Nah, uh, uh, no, Ghost of, Tsushima, Ghost of Tsushima is uncontested it, by most people to be a fucking amazing product. And it's not getting reviews out there where people saying, oh, it's garbage. Oh, it's shitting on a previous game. Oh, the story doesn't make sense. No, like, hands down, it's yeah. not divisive. Uncontested Ghost of Tsushima is great by everybody who plays it. Sure. I don't understand how Last of Us got this many awards. It looked good, but it didn't, like, rock my socks off. Like, the first game, when you saw the drafts for the first time, you're like, wow, this is something else. Yeah, so but, you, like, you mentioned how, like, beautiful the first game, like, was. And I... I'm curious what you're drawing that from because that game is dark and fucking awful the whole goddamn game. That giraffe scene is impactful because it's the only beautiful thing that happens the whole fucking mm -hmm. time. Everyone oh, you meet, need, everyone you meet dies. You meet a. I don't need. Su I don't need sunshine and teddy bears to to make a game good. Obviously, yeah, sure. Tsushima is all bad news too. Um, yeah. But I think Last of Us Two is i don't it's it's that's that and that's mostly my point it's complicated it's divisive and not everybody agrees and and well, i don't think everybody needs to agree for it to be game of the year perhaps but just that there are so many contentious opinions about it i sure. think it points out the fact that it maybe actually might have some flaws i mean so it can't be too divisive it's got a 93 on, Met on metacritic I don't like, I don't like aggregate scores, but, um, but it got best game direction, best game of the year. Yeah, no, I, the reason narrative. I the reason I asked about direction is because direction has nothing to do with like best audio design, the director, best performance. Like it doesn't in film, it has to do with game direction, and it it's real weird to me that The Last of Us, which was in the news all year, 
Does Naughty it mean Dog. In a managerial standpoint? Or yes, like- <laughs> it does. And Naughty Dog was in the news all year about crunch problems and sexual yeah, harassment sure. problems, and they won Best Direction. And like, um, <laughs> no. Oh, fantasy's on there? That's weird. So, yeah, the Game Awards are awesome, and I love it, and I love the star power behind it. I love how it makes video games look bigger than what a lot of people give them credit to be. You know, when you got Pearl Jam on there, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, sure, uh, sure. And all these huge quadruple A pres- presenters makes video games feel like Hollywood, and I think that's awesome. Yeah, but yeah. some of these some of these choices are weird. Last of Us getting this much love is weird, and I like to make this thing. It's uh, it's another Mandela effect. In the last couple of weeks, everybody loves Hayden Christensen again. And now everybody loves Last of Us. But I remember a time when everybody would shit on Hayden Christensen and Last of Us 2 was contentious. So, uh, it's, it's something happened. A ripple in space-time happened. I think we live too much on the internet because, like, we see both sides and the internet, the, loud, the one you see the most is the loudest. And people that hate things are louder than people that like things on the internet. And that's the reason why Last Jedi was contentious, because mm-hmm. trolls fucking tanked it. That's the reason why Last of Us 2 was super contentious for a lot of people, because trolls tanked it. Well, and, yeah, but we've had topic. We've had 20 years to come around on Hayden Christensen, so like... <laughs> <laughs> Clone Wars makes Anakin cool, so let's get him back. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's the it game. Literally wins, it literally wins almost everything. Yeah. All the big ones, yeah. For that's sure. not fun to me, though. That's not exciting to me, dude. It's, like, it, it, guys, it's it not wins, that. Ugh. It wasn't that good to mop up. It's See, not. but, but like, it, that, I think that's a familiar thing, right? Remember when Lord of the Rings won 14 Oscars in the same year? Oh, like, Lord of the Rings is fucking incredible. But like, Some people didn't like did, it, Ben. The only <laughs> that's thing what I'm saying. The only thing was fucking best art direction, and that was Ghost Shushima. The only people that didn't like it are pushing like, their glasses the up and have portions of the book highlighted. That's the people who don't like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's a minimalistic way to yes, think of is. that, but that's fine. It's probably true. Um, yeah, I didn't think this game would clean out like it did, but I also haven't played it, so I don't really know. Yeah, I, know people, I know people who've played it and say it's one of the best games I've ever played, so... I heard people say that it wasn't as good as the first one, so I'm like, I don't understand how this is all of a sudden the best game in the world. Yep. Exactly. Yep. I'll play it over the next three months, and I'll get back to everybody and tell did you. you. Buy it? You never, you, you never bought it, did you? I didn't buy it. No, I need to. You'll have the first one though, if you didn't I buy already it already. The first one. Damn it. <laughs> it was like ten dollars one day, and I was like, and yeah. it was like when the hype was coming out for the last of us two, I was like, oh, I'll give this a try. Yeah. But I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, I, I tried to restart the first one after my daughter was born and was destroyed by the opening that I kind of forgot about, and was like, "Yeah, I got. I, I might not. No, I might not play this." Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, playing that in college when you have no kids is fine. Playing that when you've got a three-year-old that's sleeping on your lap is not fine. I think living up. I think Last of Us One might be one of the best games probably ever made. It's up there. For and sure. any any I I pity the developer having to live up to that. And if anybody could, it's Naughty Dog because basically all the Uncharted's are amazing. But, um, yeah. Anyway, God of War. Yeah, I don't too. think that game should have mopped up. It just should nah. not have mopped up. It's not that good, for fuck's sake. Hey, and well. uh, but at least Ghost of Tsushima got best art direction, so that's fucking cool. I don't think anybody else could have won that shit. One out of twelve. <laughs> yeah. Last of Us came away with like eight wins, some some crazy shit like that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Dude, best ongoing game was given the No Man's Sky, and that's fucking awesome. Because I thought it was gonna be like it's a Fortnite. Story. 
Fortnite or Apex or Destiny, but it was No Apex Man's Sky. Win awards. You ain't got to worry about that. Didn't Apex win best ongoing game last year? Mm, I don't know. Wrong. I don't know either. Anyway, <laughs> wrong. Um, before we <laughs> before we wrap up, uh, is anybody watching or playing or listening to or reading anything they want to share with the group? Every time, uh, you know what's funny? I consume things all week. And then, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm going to talk about that. But then when it comes to this moment, I forget. <laughs> sure. That's the, I get that. I get that completely. That's what happened when I went to Blockbuster back when that was a thing. Oh, yeah. I'd walk there and go, uh. <laughs> what did I want? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Remember Blockbuster? Shit. Remember when you would rent things? Uh, ben, you got, you got anything? Not yet. Not yet. Ryan, yeah. you got anything? Uh, oh, sorry. I've been... I was looking at Nerdy Facts. Ryan, sure. What you got? Go. No, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been playing uh, Escape from Tarkov. Like it's oh, you have hot shit, and I've been enjoying the hell out of it. Even though that game is so fucking frustrating, it's like PUBG on crack. There's literally no name tags of any of your teammates that are in the game. Like everything is all based on communication. Like my friends can walk around the corner, and if I don't know it's them. I'm going to fucking shoot and ask questions afterward and they're going to be really pissed off. And it's, you know, it's just how it is. Like, uh, communication's key. Um, there's like, uh, you, there's other players in the game and then there's people called scabs, which are AI. Um, and then there's actual player scabs where you can take over an AI and just run around and kill people and loot and stuff like that. The main, the main objective is to get a bunch of loot and extract out. There's no real win I guess winning is extracting out with all your stuff and being alive. That's it. There's no, like, there's a countdown of when you have to extract, but, like, there's no goal of, like, kill everybody and leave. You can literally, like, not shoot anybody, not do anything except for loot and leave. Um, But I think, like, the immersion of, like, being in a realistic situation of going through and looting a town and the only way that you can, like, know that somebody's like on your side is like through communication um it's it's pretty incredible i've been having a lot of fun with it and you could just die and it's it's like PUBG in the aspect that you can die would not have any idea where the where it came from that's not dreadful yeah that's i have some of my worst memories with um <laughs> PUBG or when i'm like laying down like all right how am i gonna approach this and it's like <laughs> I for 45 <laughs> and you're dead and like, oh, okay dead yeah yeah, yeah. But it's it's very fun. Like you can the stuff that you loot, you can sell to like on the black market and things. And you can full the the really cool thing is that they this game started in like 2006, and they say it's not going to be done until to, uh, 29, 2029. And they're what? they're building a universe around it. And the fact that what they're doing is they're making they want to make this the game that whenever somebody wants to develop a game about guns or using guns they're going to use this model like Hmm. all the games all the guns are accurate like when you make a gun you can build from the freaking stock all the way to the barrel like you build the pieces you can find Hmm. you can buy like higher quality lower quality based on like what you actually have the money for and you can buy every little piece on this gun you can have somebody Hmm. made it to where you can have like six sites on it like cannon sites (laughs) on either side 
fucking like uh, like a four times in the middle, a candid and a holographic on the other side. Like you can do, you can customize these things in a thousand different ways, and it's very fun. It's fun doing it, um, and then you can lose it in like three and a half seconds by just, like spawning in. So, I mean, it's <laughs> that's incredible. It's stre- <laughs> yeah, it's stressful, but it's a lot of fun. It's it's definitely worth the money, and I've I've enjoyed every bit of it. Good. That's dope. I've, I I searched Steam for it the other day. It might have been yesterday while I was on the party with Ben, and I was like, oh, oh shit, is this launched from its own shit? Like it's you just it's buy it from the launcher. website? Yeah, I didn't realize that. I thought it was just on on Steam. Yep. I'm I'm yep. curious, uh, but I also don't. I don't know if I want that right now. You know what I mean? Like I don't know yeah. if I need that right now. It's it's the division on crack. I should have. Spe- <laughs> yeah, sure. It it's Dark Zone. Because- it's Dark Zone on crack. Yes, for sure. Yes, for sure. For sure. And that sounds dope, but it also sounds really fucking stressful. <laughs> and, and, and there's Russian guys and like American guys, and I chose a, a Russian guy, and you can literally just run around just shouting shit in Russian and just scare <laughs> everybody on the map. Like we don't know what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> That's very good. Like you, you can you can taunt like uh, my buddy's got this phrase. He runs up to people that he's like pushing real hard. He's like, "You don't know shit," and then fucking runs up to him and kills him. And it's just like, <laughs> oh my god! What, like this guy's cocky as hell. He's coming for me. Fuck! Like, no. It's, yeah. yeah it's Always so be pushing, man. That's the thing. Make people yeah. make make people execute. That's how babies are made. Nice. Tech. <laughs> what else? Uh, you got anything you want to share that you're getting into? Oh well, of course, uh, Cyberpunk. Um, still playing Miles Morales. Um, sprinkling in some Valhalla, Valhalla, Valhalla. Valhalla. Um, <laughs> uh, sprinkling some 2K. My time's divided um, right now. I'm playing a bunch of different games. I feel like. Sure. Um, good, that's a nice even, place to be in, though. Have yeah, that many things. Now he's, now he's trying to be a husband. You know, it's just, trying to be just a, trying bit. to be the same person. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's trying to be exactly the same. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Um, watching Queen's Gambit. Um, which makes me want to play more chess. I hate that I don't really like play chess. Yeah, I, mean, I play chess, but like I don't have people to play chess with. Sure, like sure, another thing. Um, but it's a pretty good show so far. Watching Tenet, that released on digital, um, two days ago. I think. Um, so. Had you seen it already? Yeah, I went to the movie. Theater. You went to the theater and saw it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I need um, to. How uh, much is it on digital? Twenty. Yikes. Nice. I'll, I'll wait till I can rent it. That hurts. <laughs> it's, good enough, it's good enough to own, bro. Is it that good? Okay, I don't. I just remember people being like, "It, it, eh. it made me 100% okay with Robert Pattinson." Oh, yeah, that, like, that's, he was in the, was in that's the dark house for Twilight, and now he's like, "Yep, you can be Batman." <laughs> so that, sure. so that was your transitional movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, dope. what else am I doing? Mando. Like watching. We're all watching uh, Mando. Watching Mando. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of filler episodes though, right? Like it, it hits you with like a short like knockout like haymaker episode yep. and then it'd be like oh okay cool yeah i, I have like every, last every episode, other episode yeah, yeah this last episode was a lot i think yes. people don't don't understand the gravity of what mando did like, it's huge and built like you guys we all saw it right right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah like the you have to like if you care about something you'll do anything for it like that's kind of the theme of the episode yeah, yeah. like it I is that's for sure really dope Dude, Bill Burr yeah, fucking dear. crushed it too. Yeah. He's always so there's it, so dude. there's two things in that episode that were huge for me. One was realizing what Din Djarin's doing under his helmet, because you get to fucking see it. 
the whole time he's just like, uh, uh. normally he looks like this stoic fucking. See, I'm always what? in it, warrior. I was watching what? this this uh, YouTube video where they're talking, they're slamming the the trilogy, the last trilogy, yeah, comparing it to the Mandalorian, and because you don't get the the face facial expressions of the main character and the nuances of the main character that they write so well around that. Mm-hmm. To the point where you now you do you can pick up on it without even seeing his face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, I think that's amazing. That's very good. It's a lot of body language. Absolutely. Yeah, that's very um, good. And I, read, and I read something today that said if you watch him with his helmet off, every time it's his he's on camera and he's looking talking to somebody, his whole head faces to that person, and to the to the yeah he doesn't like talk out the side of his head he faces them. His eyes doesn't don't move. And his head goes like this. And even when he gave him his helmet back, he doesn't look down. His whole head goes down like a bird. Which means he's lived in his helmet his whole fucking life. Yeah. And if he wants to ask to look to, if he wants to look at something, he has to point his head to it. And he did it without his helmet on. I That's think they're awesome. gonna take the Mandalorian and he's gonna become more like Bo-Katan. Like that yeah. like he's gonna he's cause right now he's from the Death Watch. He's like he's he was saved by the Death Watch, so he's super strict. And I think that's gonna go that's gonna eventually fly out the window. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that that was huge. Seeing Pedro Pascal's face and like watching him be unsure in a situation where he couldn't hide that he was unsure and being un it just it was it was so well acted. Very humanizing. Also, and why think- the fuck does Mando have a mustache? Anyway. Um Well, because it's still a well, I like what Bill Burr said. He's like, is it that you wear your helmet or that you just don't show your face? Because those are two different things. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> dude, Bill yeah. Burr was fucking great. Dude, but the you but the but the end scene when he's talking to the dude and he's like, what's have a cheers? And like he throws oh. out the name of the operation he was in that made him turn coat. Mm-hmm. And then oh, dude yeah. starts defending the Empire, killing thousands of people on their own side and civilians. And oh. you can just see Oh, the seething was awesome. Bill Burr seethe, and then you can see the decision on his face. You can see yeah. when he goes, mm-hmm. I'm going to kill this motherfucker. You can see where, where uh, Jaren was like, don't do oh, it. Like, don't yeah, you can see him yeah. looking at him like, fucking don't, fucking don't, dude. Don't do that shit. Hey, man, and he like, and he, like, he like looks at Mando like, sorry, and then fucking blows dude away. And then I love the like whole mess halls like, the fuck? And then he just leans the, back and is like, boom, and shoots off beats, his chest. The beats mm-hmm. in that scene were so rhythmic. And it's just boom. Everyone's like looking around like, uh. Dude, that's fucking, that's. It's yeah, fucking great. Special honor to like Boba Fett's clean armor. Like that felt so Oh crazy. yeah, dude, it yeah. felt so good. It was good. so satisfying. Yeah. I don't know why. Like it's, it's never been clean. It's never been straight. And then Bill Burr drops a, a perfectly aimed cycler round into the Rodir- Rodinium or whatever and. It's it's that's a real good episode. And like the filler episodes that do exist, I'm always like, yeah, these are filler as fuck. But also like the filler episodes from last season have come back to haunt us. Like the chick that Mando goes after and leaves in the desert for dead yeah. is working with Boba Fett now. Mm-hmm. And he was the one that walked up to her and found her. And you're like, yeah. "Oh shit." So don't okay. make the filler episodes. So yeah, who knows what we're going to get out of fillers next time. Who knows. Mm-hmm. Is, is that it, Tech? Anything else you wanted to share? Yeah, that's it, man. All right, Ben, anything you got that you could uh, think of before? Still playing Squadrons. We're all playing Battlefront 2. Uh, making my way through Community for the first time. Uh, uh, Squadrons is still going strong, which is incredible. They just released a bunch of stuff. That's great. Uh, I read a really old book from my one of my favorite creators, Daniel Warren Johnson, uh, and Donnie Cates, who has risen to the ranks pretty quickly. He's writing all the X-Men stuff these days. Dope. Um, 
it's one of their first books together called Ghost Fleet, and it did so poorly it got canceled. And it was supposed to be a twelve book series, and they shrunk it down to eight, which is murder for creators. And uh, mm. so when this trade paperback came out, it was the first time all eight issues had ever been printed because it got canceled halfway through. And uh, it's a really awesome sto- short story about a, a big rig that's transporting demons. <laughs> that's dope. It's awesome. Yeah. That's dope. Um, and that's it. That's it for me. Cool me. Um, I watched Home Alone with my daughter tonight. I've, I've seen it before, but let me tell you, the first 30 minutes of that movie, I thought we made a mistake because Macaulay Culkin's character is a piece of shit. Yep. And Charlie was laughing at everything he said, and I was like, oh, no. You little shit. (laughs) Charlie was laughing at everything he said, and I was like, oh, no. Jerk. You little jerk. jerk. Yeah. Um, I love that movie a lot. It's real good, and Charlie got a really big kick out of it, Um, so we're going to finish it tomorrow. Uh, She was really, really into it, and it was really cool having the whole family on the bed, like, watching a Christmas movie. It was great. It was great. Um the only other thing I want to share is that West Wing is really great, and it provided me with one of my favorite quotes I think I've ever heard. Um, in this last episode, um, and it's a line from Oscar Wilde, the English poet. Yeah, I'm sorry, Irish. Oof, that's a bad thing. The Irish novelist Oscar Wilde, uh, and the quote is: "When the gods wish to punish us, punish us, they simply answer our prayers." And I thought about that for probably three hours. <laughs> Of like, when they want to punish us, they just make us think everything's going right. And I was like, damn that, fuck. It's cool. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, and the guy that quotes it says it in Italian first, and that was also very good because I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, this is great. Um, well, other than that, I'm just I'm neck deep in Assassin's Creed, getting close to wrapping that shit up. Um, finished all of the exotic beasts and found all of. Um, the pieces to Excalibur and found, spent the time to go and look for all of the members of the Order uh, in the last week. So I've, I'm like 90 hours into that game and about to wrap it. So that's dope. Excited about that shit. Um, but that's it for me. We have a fun fact, Ben. You pulled yeah. it up. Yeah. Um, let me play the audio bit real quick because I did add it to the, to the soundboard. I just have to pull up my soundboard because I don't think I assigned a button to it because I'm an asswipe. Eh. That's not this it. <laughs> That's not it. Okay, fun here fact, it is. This is America. This is America. All right, here's our Smurf fact, our fun fact. Smurf facts. Oh, yeah. Boom. Much better. All right, Tech, I say Tesseract, you say. Uh, Marvel. Right. Oh. So we all, Tesseract's pretty popular these days. This is. But in geometry, the Tesseract is a four dimensional analog of the cube. Tesseract is to the cube as the cube is to the square. Right? Wait. So, okay, that's different. Right. Yeah. Cube. So it's like. So Tesseract like a, is the cube. cube is a three dimensional square, then a Tesseract is the next dimension to the cube. It's a four dimensional cube. Right. Yeah. Just as the surfaces of the cube consist of six square faces, the hypersurface of the Tesseract consists of eight cubical cells. Right? <laughs> No, you say you can say you're right. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> so like, uh, you so you take the six sides of a cube. Yeah. Now each now each one of those has an eight sided shape on top of that. Right. So it's a cube within a cube, basically. But anyway, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. The word Tesseract is coined in, uh, and first used in 1888 by Charles Howard Hinton in his book A New Era of Thought from the Greek... Caleb? Oh, Tesseris Actines. Uh, which means four rays. So if you take the four corners of the cube and, and, and ray them out from the center, that helps uh, devise the shape. Uh, referring oh. to four lines from each vertex to other vertices, right? Now I get it. Yeah. Listen okay. here, Tony Stark, you fucking <laughs> sky. You fucking... <laughs> Listen here, Tony Stark. And that's actually what a tesseract is, instead of a, a portal to Nibelheim or wherever. Did you say Nippleheim? No, Nibelheim. Isn't that... Uh, that's N- one of the... Niffle. Nibble. Niffle. Niffle. Yeah, Nippleheim. Nippleheim. Nipple uh, take me to Nibbleheim, please. <laughs> is, uh, Nibbleheim is a, a cool, thing. That'd be a Norse-themed stripper bar, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, Ben. <laughs> oh, shit. That's really good. Ben, Nibbleheim's from Final Fantasy VII. Ah. That's why you did that. So I'm not... That's the town where Cloud and Tifa are from. No, yeah. No, you're not. It's just a mix up. Just confused. Yeah. Just just confused. Um, that's gonna do it for episode. That's a dope fun fact. Now I have to figure out what the fuck a four dimensional object is because my brain sucks. Um, <laughs> we will... <laughs> now my next fact has to be just as confusing. Yeah, you have to top yourself every time. Um, the we will be live again tomorrow with the Nerdy Bits show. Yes, yes. Talking about sure. the Marvel and Star Wars, the Disney stuff because there's dope things on FX and ESPN and Marvel and Disney. They, they, and that Geo, they pulled the stops out. I'm, I'm excited about all that shit. Which is funny because we shouldn't. <laughs> we're nerds because we got excited about an investor call. Um, yeah. But you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're not, we're not excited about the investments and statistics, though. We're excited about content. All, all the stuff the we're going to talk about tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll do that tomorrow. The podcast starts at nine. It'll be right here on Nerdy Bits TV. Um, I will be live on Friday, hopefully. Uh, my wife might have a kid by then. I don't fucking know. Hopefully she <laughs> doesn't, but who knows? Who knows? Um, so yeah, that means next week. My kid is due a week from today. So, odds are, we won't have a live episode next week. We will have to supplement it with something. So, more news on that when it happens. Um, you can find me anywhere it's important at LoveWub. You can follow NerdyBits at NerdyBits.com or on Twitter at Nerdy underscore Bits. Uh, Ben, where can people find you? Um, everywhere at, you know, just Google Sketch Sawyer, see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tech, where can people find you? Uh, Tech Supreme, everywhere. Dope. It goes to your, uh, your website and Instagram, and then a list of Tom Sawyer characters. <laughs> really? <Google Sketch> Sawyer. <laughs> Did you, that's amazing. Instagram, website, and then... Uh, Tom Wikipedia Sawyer page, the list of Tom Sawyer characters. Funny. I'll take it. Hey, it works. Well, yeah. As long as I'm first. It works. <laughs> if you do, if you do Sketch Sawyer as one word for me, it's the entire first page of results is only you. Yeah, did you do two words, Tech? I did two words. Well, don't. Well, I took it back. I did. Look at that. A page. A page of me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's your website, your Twitter, your Instagram, your YouTube, your Patreon, your Facebook, your Twitch, and then your T Public. Your T Public, which, which I'm about to report that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's covered in pictures. The images that come up are all your art, Butcher Queen, uh, your yeah, your like uh, Warframe art, all that shit, which is dope. That's fun. I'm discoverable. 
Absolutely. <laughs> even in, even Google Images is like all you. That's mm -hmm. cool. Damn, dude, you did you some did, shit. Good name. I did, did something some right. Shit. Yeah. Now I'm gonna do the same search for Love Up and be depressed. Ryan, where can people find you? Sergeant <laughs> oh, Sodium everywhere. Actually, I looked mine up. My my first one's on Instagram. The second one is what to know about salt in your diet. The third one is my <laughs> my League of Legends my League of Legends stats. Uh, my fourth one is my is my YouTube. The fifth one is reducing salt intake can help lower blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. And then. And then the eighth one is watch nerdy bits. <laughs> that's funny as fuck. Uh, that's cool. One of my daily drawings in June 26, 2018 was Cyberpunk 2077. I just retweeted it. That's funny. That's funny as fuck. Uh, the fourth one down on the list for me is Wubba Lubba Dub Dub on Urban Dictionary. So I'm down. Oh, that's that's my gamer tag. That's the different than if you search my name. If you search my name, it's probably less fun. Anyway, if you go to if you go to images for me, the third picture, it's it's got a sergeant yelling at it at uh, private. It goes on crack whores and sodium restrictions. <laughs> the what hell? the fuck is that from? That's incredible. I have no idea. That's incredible. Right. I will be and live. That's our, show. <laughs> that's our show. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, happy holidays. Stay safe and shit. Our next episode will be right before Christmas Eve, so that'll be cool. Um, yeah. What was I gonna say? Shit. Oh, I'll be online after this playing something. Don't know what it is, but we'll figure it out. Um, play more games. If you never did, you should. This the these things are fun and fun is good. Take it easy. Peace. Bazinga. Bye. <laughs> Bazinga. You said that like a like an announcer. Bazinga. Sounded like Yakuza to me. Like Yakuza. Bazinga. Bazinga. Ha 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 ha!